The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. And off we go. Uh, Post Four Peaks Super Holmberg Bound release night, which is awesome. Uh, a great night last night at Four Peaks. Thanks to them for uh, helping us out with everything they do. What brewing a night. The, brewing the beer. It was a great night. Great night. Uh, Except the day after is usually a little rougher. I was I okay. Had a few, had a few did cocktails. You go, yeah. Did you go a little heavy? Yeah, a little, little Brought Then the, the morning is brought to you by Wilderness Athlete and yes. Heroes. Because <laughs> it's the hangover cure. Those heroes will get you, get you through. Yeah, I'm okay this morning, too. Yeah, Brady was good. Uh, I was proud of Brady yesterday. I threw out the sea sucker to about 400 people. I was parading him around like he was a wind-up toy. Once he... Once he started to kind of do it, calling people a sucker was the most fun I think Brady's ever had, and by far the most fun I've ever had with Brady as a toy. Wandering over to people, introducing him. Hey, come with me, Brady. I was the most social I've ever been. I want to introduce you to my new friend. I don't know her name, but here she is. And this is a, she's a 70-year-old woman. I just want to, and Brady would go, ha, 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 all right. Ooh, hey, how are you this evening, you, you sucker? <laughs> and one lady just stared at him. Cocked her head like a spaniel. Huh? I gotta see. We gotta. I'm, I'm trying to. Oh boy! It God is up. watching us. God. It was is tough, watching. but oh. it, it's the first time I ever thought that word would bring smiles to people's oh, faces. It's the best. It is. It's. It's a gift that kept on giving last it's night. What Texans do, Brady? How you doing, you old son bitch? That kind of stuff. You're just doing it with a different word. Uh, my Scottish friend that uses the c word as a, uh, basically as the word dude. Hey, what's going on, you? How are you? It's been a long time since I've seen this. You're sexy. Yeah, yeah. And she's the sexiest in the building. It's a great word. But Brady, I try to get him to walk up to people holding kids. Hey, how are you? My name's Brady. How old is this little sucker right here? <laughs> Couldn't do it. Nope, he could not do it. But you grew. You grew and grew as the night went on. And then people were walking up to us. I know. Like I got called it a few times. I'm uh, like, what the? That Rochelle lady came up to me. She's a she looks like a very distinguished woman. She shouldn't be listening. And she goes, "Hey John, how are you?" And I'm like, "I'm good." What's uh what's new in your life, sucker? Like, "Oh my god, you can't do it to us." I guess you can. It was fun. We had a good time with that. But parading Brady around was awesome. The best. And then at the end of the night, and I wasn't even drinking that much. Uh I had the beers. I like the beers. It's a toasty, nice little warm yeah. beer. It'll get you. It'll sneak up on you. Holmberg Bound's amazing. Uh, this kid comes up to me, and he says, uh, I met him. I tried to get you to call him a sea sucker earlier, and you wouldn't yeah. do it. And his, his Couldn't mom, rally up no, for that his one. mom was laughing. He was trying. Brady had it on the tip of his tongue. <laughs> we doing a little shaver. How are you there, buddy? <laughs> like, Say it, Brady. Say hi to him. Ask him what he's up to. Anyway, he's a BMX kid 
forgot his name. Kevin? Something like that? I don't know. Maybe I'm way off on Kiernan? Willow? I don't know. 15-month-old brother? Don't even forget that name. Yeah, I don't know that. So uh, he comes up to me later in the night, and he goes, hey! He didn't say sea sucker, but I was waiting. It would have been great if he'd have hit me with that. I want you to sponsor me for my uh, motocross stuff. BMX. Uh, he said he was riding a, the actual. Oh, moto, okay. The, yeah, the moto stuff. He's on bikes. Nice. He's on actual. Yeah. Motor, you know, he's, he's riding Little a Bubba Stewart. I think he said eighty fives, and he's graduating in the one twenty fives eventually. And he's good. Evidently, he's good. And he goes, "What's your sponsor mean?" I'm like, "Well, what does that get me?" And I'm not interested in some kids like candy bar sales. What am I doing here? You know, I'm not going to hand you money just because you're an adorable. Yeah, a little decal on the tank. Head. Yeah, what do I get? I get a decal for how much? What's the price? What do I get? Well, I don't know. You want to do it or not? I'm like, I don't know what I'm getting. Uh, and I said, I tell you, and, he go, and then so he comes back. Goes, I mention you at every race. What does that get me? Mention what is that? You're on TV. Oh, huh? Like, well, what do I get? Like, what, you, does somebody? Well, they talk to us after the after the race. I'm like, all right. You do that though, but you got to do it like, like athletes do for Jesus. Every time the guy goes, all right, let's uh, talk to Willow Kiernan, Kevin, and see what uh, see what happened. How'd you do? How'd you feel on the racetrack? I just want to start by saying thanks to my Lord, Savior, and sponsor John Holberg. He's one bad mother. F- and he looked at me, and I'm like, that's what you got to do. If you don't do that, I'm not interested in sponsoring your team. Goes back to the table with his parents, and they were sitting in the way back. Comes back to me, and he goes, you got a deal. I'm like, all right, that's a plan. 500 bucks to sponsor this kid's. Uh, you know. Dad's like, we need the money. Go do it's it. It's great. His parents were awesome. I went and met them, too. I said, I'll do this. And I said, but here's the deal. I pull the funding if the kid comes in second once. If he doesn't win every race, you got no sponsors. I don't sponsor losers. I want to sponsor losers. I put KUPD stickers on the KDKB van. <laughs> Not doing it. Did you request video of the? Uh, oh, I want it podium. all. Absolutely. If I'm putting the money in, I'm going to get. I'm going to get all the uh, stuff that proves he's doing his job. And I'll get him a little shirt. And he's going to main sponsor. Might be a picture, just me. But yeah, he's riding those little uh, motorcycles around. And and I talked to his dad. I'm like, you do it too. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, the kid took to it like you know, duck in water. He's great at it. I'm like, all right, winning only, though. I'm not interested in sponsoring some dope. They turned down the uh, racing name, Seasucker Racing? Yeah, well, no, they haven't turned down anything yet. And I own the t- I told him at the end, I'm like, you know I own you now, right? I am the owner of the team. I am Penske. This is mine. And shake and bake, brother. This is it. This works. <laughs> and we might have to go out there and cheer for him at one of these races. But it's way out west. Like, he told me where the Every, track like is. Like an right? avenue? Oh, oh. Yeah, I don't know if they have boulevards, maybe. They even change it from avenues to wherever. It goes way out there. But I just want videos and photos. They're going to email me this morning. I'm going to fill out the paperwork and sponsor the little guy, which is great. What if he becomes like a superstar? It's like having a piece of a boxer when he's like 12. But it was pretty cool. So that, that'll happen. And then from here on out, I want to thank my Lord, Savior, and sponsor, John Holmberg, because he's one bad mother effer. I'm like, that's perfect. Be like Don King of uh, motocross or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I'll start, yeah, sponsoring all, I'll start buying all sorts of kids off of people. <laughs> that's the only time I've ever been interested in uh, throwing cash down for a kid because he's actually putting his life on the line. You know, that time I went to AJ's and the parents of those kids that were trying to send their, their children to Australia to play Bells. Choir trip. In Arcadia. Yeah. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, where do these kids go to school? Oh, um. What about the day, whatever that place is called? Phoenix up, Country Day. Yeah, Phoenix Country Day, which I didn't know. What, I, thought, I didn't know that was D A Y. It's D E Y, and I don't even. I still don't know why. Phoenix because it's Country uh, D. It stands for uh, twenty grand a year. Oh, it stands for that plus <laughs> maybe more than that. And evidently, that's not enough because you go to the AJ's over there by Arcadia, and they'll stand outside. We want to send our children to Australia 
to play bells for You're the- in a nice blazer. I'm like, hey, uh, looks like you guys are doing all right for yourselves, begging for money in Arcadia, going to Phoenix Country Day. I think you've got enough money to send that little rat to Australia, and I'm not paying for that. Why don't you pay for your kid to go to Australia? Well, the donations. No, 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 no. You're a rich white family. You they go jump to in their G wagon yeah. when they leave. Oh, yeah. you go to Australia Put on the your easel own. Yeah. In the, uh, yeah. the little fold up table for bells. Now, if the kid's going over to their sword swallow or something, and he's some sort of daredevil, I'd be like, maybe. Oh no, the bells. You know, wrist nope. problems, There's, wrist injuries. Oh, you're going to get the carpal tunnel. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> you have to be. You have to absolutely be risking your life for me to want to throw money down as a. Ah, that that one drove me bananas. I sat and told that lady, "I'm like, you have a, that's that. This is a lot. Of you standing outside of Arcadia with your kid going to that school across the street that's got an astroturf soccer field for play, not even for like games. That's a that school is gorgeous. Caden just put the money in the Louis yeah. bag, staring at the praying monk. It's in the background of this school. <laughs> Twenty grand a kid minimum. Yeah, that might be forty there, but probably, probably." probably. Yeah. And you got that going on, and you're asking me for a few bucks so we can go to Australia. I want to go to Australia. If you imagine, if, now, if I stood outside the AJs and said, 50-year-old guy's been to Australia once, it's a little heavy, so I'd like to get some funding on that. You'd think I was a dick. It's begging. Sponsorship. Now, that's where it's at. Kirby's got an orchestra trip. Where? Uh, Disneyland. Yeah, but that's not, not so bad. Yeah, but. You got to beg people for money to go? Nope. Not doing it. He's going to pay? Yep. That's the smart thing to do. (laughs) Who's paying? Papa. Just you? Yeah. You're not not going through some, you got one big funding guy that you're like, oh, he'll kick in? Oh, no. No. I got a blazer and everybody else in the neighborhood. No, no, not on the the trips. No. No. Well, what does that mean? Not on the trips. So you are hitting them up for something. Oh, no. I have a couple friends, nothing um, on, you you can do that (laughs) tax. Dollar for oh, dollar making match. them pay for your kid to go yeah. to a private school. Yeah, yeah. I've got my. And if that other thing passes, you can actually, which is, a, I like that idea that you can take half the money, or not half, up to seventy five hundred bucks of your own tax towards schooling for towards the school, school that you want to send your. Right. Hey, I don't yeah. get that. So basically, you're paying for some other kid to go to yep. some private school, but you're getting the tax credit back. Yeah. Why the hell are you getting the? Ta- Why is there a tax credit for that? I don't know. Uh, my friend Mark makes me pay for his kid to go to school. At a private school all the time, and he's and it actually has helped because it is just no questions. Right, you get that money back. It's a way to determine. I mean, you're like basically a it's a scam. It's similar saying, it's okay, you're taking the money that you're already putting in, and right. you're allotting right. whatever you can take out. But it's a massive a scam for, it to a kid. To yeah. it, I don't know who a gets money. Kid. I don't know how I ended up back at zero on those every year, but I do. And it's uh, the school makes money, but. Somehow or another, the government gets money. They take that out of something. It's a grift. It feels like a pyramid grift, and it's but I, I but in the end, it's a it's a zero for me. Oh, basically, you're send them to public schools for right God's to sakes. send the kids to send them to the stabby schools yeah. and teach them how to be people. I meet right. these. I meet your private school kids. They're all weirdos. No offense, Brady, but Kirby's probably going to end up at your house till she's forty because she doesn't know how to talk to the stabby kids. Well, I'll, I'll meet her there. You think if oh, I make true. it to that? That's, I you're mean, not going to. I'm not. It. I just I need mean to make it. You know. You better, yeah, 20, better you want to toughen her up. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, all these private school kids come out, and they got to deal with these stabby kids. They have no idea how. They get nervous. They get scared. They end up running from them. And then the stabby kids take over everything. Stabby kids is that's where it's at. easy to avoid. You should have Kirby at least one year of high school go to the stabby school. She did a semester. Yeah, I know. She needs yeah. a full year, though. 
no matter what. And she lost her mind. She didn't want to hang out with those stabby kids. You had to go stuff her back into the regular school or to private she school. She did enjoy the lunchtime fights. But, <laughs> right. um, she lasted, what, 12 weeks and like, I got to get out of here. These kids are all knifey and weird and there's brown ones. I don't know what's going on over here. And so she had to go back She's to She's got a nice school. international mix at GCS. Right. They send them in from the actual country. Well, it's a small world over there or what? Yeah. what is adopted, this? recruits. Yeah. Right. But there isn't... Athletes. There aren't any brown parents. There's all white parents. There's some brown kids. No, there are. There are. All right, one or two. Donovan. We have uh, at least three. Yeah, you get two. Pro athletes don't count. That's not a thing. So it's all ma'am and Mr. Papadopoulos (laughs) at that school? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Webster's there. (laughs) But when you meet Webster's parents, used to play line for uh, Detroit Lions, (laughs) and he uh, he brought his rich wife over, who's a writer for a magazine. None of them are like, you know, we had a tough go down there in South (laughs) Chicago, and we got into Gilbert Creek. It ain't happening. All the time. And Kirby went over to regular school for a while and then just put her foot down. And that was a mighty, Whoa. mighty put down. <laughs> and forced her way back into private school. Because I wouldn't want to hang out with them either. They should, you should force them. I tell my friend Mark that all the time. The kids are going to be idiots. They're going to think the world works like a private school. And they're going to meet those stabby people someday. And they won't know how to deal with them. Get run over. Come out all emotional. His son is so emotional. <laughs> he's, like, he's got his life figured out. Everything's done. Like, you got it all figured out until you run into one of them stabby Westwood kids or one of them Mesa Jackrabbits, and he's working underneath you, and you are not going to – it is not going to be like your fraternity, my friend. You do what you can to keep him in that bubble. No, you got to get him out of the bubble. The bubble gets stabbed. That's when kids – that's when they break out when you're 30 and they go, you, you ruined my life. They get mad at their parents for not showing them the world. Got to get them out there in the stabby world. I played Little League at Westwood High School. For God's sakes, man. And then it doesn't really happen too much, even when they go to college, because that's even more of a bubble. Sure. Depends on where they go. Not unless they you've go got, to that community you've got college got uh, bubble first. activists. They come out of there, and they want to make fire, the world a better place. Fire Kerberterbs over to MCC for one semester. Eh, sure. Yeah, sure. That's Westwood. That's, I like that idea. That's South Westwood, my friend. <laughs> All those Westwood and it was Dobson. It was North Dobson and South Westwood, and they would just congregate there, all of us. And I was one of them. I'm like, whoa. This is for the people who are going to work middle management, no higher. The, the Peter Principle and the ceiling on these kids was obvious. Bunch of Crenshaw Mafia oh, yeah, mother. <laughs> it was a mix. I felt like it was stand by me the college year. <laughs> you got to get one of those kids into stabby schools. But don't start begging me for cash to send them on trips. Do it like this kid did last night. He's going to jump a motorcycle, risk his shoulders. This kid's never going to be normal going to have a big crash in the next few years. Hopefully not on my side of the bike so the logos aren't ruined. But five bills, we'll cover that. That's a nice thing. So they're going to email me this morning. I own a young boy now. That's okay. Whoa. Yeah. Had a couple beers last night and bought a kid. Ooh, it was great. <laughs> I think I own a kid I didn't now. even know Four Peaks sold those, but there it was. I got a, I got a sweatshirt, a 12-pack, and a child. It's going to be a different crowd tonight at Four Peaks. What? I heard you're selling kids. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, where's the boys? The motorcycle boys. <laughs> I hear they're for sale for five hundred dollars. I got four eighty. Does he have me one with like missing fingers or something? I pre-ordered. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty cool. Good night though. And then there was another guy that comes up to me, and I thought honestly thought he was plastered. Like oh god, this guy's coming towards me, and he's been in the sauce. And he's scooting his feet, and he's barely moving. He comes at me, and I'm like oh no. I got a Dodge Drunky McBooze hound over here. And he comes up, and uh, first thing he goes, uh, 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 John? 
Like, yeah, what do you got there, booze hound? And his name is uh, Roger, and he pre- he proceeded to tell me a story how he worked on this building that we are working in right now. He was give him a smack for that. I'm like, yeah. Well, so I'm like, oh, you were drunk then too. You didn't finish. (laughs) Then, uh, as the story goes on, I'm like, oh, he's not drunk at all. He goes, I don't drink. When he was 46, a few years after uh, finishing up this building, just hanging around, got a little headache. Boom, brain blew up, aneurysm. Oh man, and it just exploded him. And then he go, he tells us that like he had to w- walk and talk, and he's like, "It's my the right side of my brain has been shut down." They he said, "There's two ways into your brain, and they clamp, clamped off one, so I don't get all the blood to my brain I'm supposed to." Tells this story, and I'm sitting there at the end, and then he's just got this big smile on his face, and he's happy as a lark, and he's just thrilled to be alive. And it was that, and he said, "I just have to tell you." And it was this weird moment that this stupid fart show does something. He goes, uh, "You got, you got me through it." He goes, "I was laughing, it was like laughing and having fun because." Otherwise, it was all miserable. I'm like, how great is this? It was a with this dude's incredible story, yeah. and there I was judging him at a bar. And I'm like, let me buy you a beer. And he goes, I, I, I'm not uh, drinking anymore. And I'm like, that's probably a wise move. The last thing you need to do is start stumbling. But it was an incredible story of just you know, you never know. And he's like, you got to live every. And it was this life lesson just came scooting towards me. Live every day. Today is the only one you get for sure. And he goes, because you could just a little headache. And now, so now I've had a headache since I've been talking to him. I'm like, ah, crap. He talked me into an aneurysm. I'm gonna have, oh, this thing's going to blow any minute. Another mind screw. But I came in uh, mid, well, almost midway yeah. through the store. And yeah, like, you were oh, there. this guy's just hanging out with dead people. The late, <laughs> yeah. great Bob Kuhar. And like, where that's is right. this going? And then he says, and then right. I have my yeah. aneurysm. Because that's right. He was friends with a friend of ours who passed away, Bob Kuhar from the drink racing team. And I thought he was going to tell a story about that. Then he tells, goes into his story. I'm like, whoa. Amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. I just thought he was a boozy. Because, you know, he's moving all slow and stuff. We got both the dogs adopted last night. Those beautiful dogs. Oh, nice. Yeah, both of them. The end of the night. Did Melissa take one? No, Melissa, the brewmaster, did not take one. But, Again. Uh, uh, two uh, wonderful people took him at the end. Uh, and then another, uh, the first people that walked in, I said, you're getting this dog tonight. And they started laughing because I saw the girl's face, hit, the eyes hit the dog, uh, grapes. Uh, or not grapes, but it was the other one, Vineyard or whatever the dog's name was. But the first one, and I'm like, okay, that was done. And then the next one went out, and it worked because I told the people, I'm like, you know, these are la- they're called the last legs dogs. And the lady's looking at me, and she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, at midnight tonight, this one takes the needle. This Ooh. is this is their last event. This is the last ditch effort. <laughs> Sold. Can't do it. And Susan from the Humane Society goes, you were just a bad person. And I'm like, why? It works. Look, they're signing up. And they got them, and I said, here's another thing. No tag backs. You take this home, it's yours. And you have to figure it out. You can't sit back and go, well, if it doesn't get along with no. If it doesn't get along with your kids or your cats, they didn't have kids. Your cats, you have to do something. You have to make it so they get along. Not everybody gets along. You have to, you know, divide the house, do some crazy stuff. With this dog. There's no, no give backs. All right. And they were awesome. So we got rid of the dogs on top of it all. The dogs went away. And we met another gr- a very funny thing. We met LaFonda. And Kip, <laughs> oh man, uh, a woman named Aria comes up to me, a beautiful black woman with, uh, she's got blue, piercing blue eyes. Yeah. And I'm chatting with her and stuff. And then her boyfriend or husband, I'm not sure which, uh, comes up to me and he's in this cool sun's uh, jump, jumper. Got a cool thing. And, it's, and she goes, I bought him that. And I'm like, that's cool. And then I noticed that not only is the sweatshirt cool but the pants are matching so it's it's a full sweatsuit he's dressed like eugene levy yeah in that movie with queen latifah <laughs> yes, he is <laughs> and i said let me guess 
who picked this out for the white guy? <laughs> John! Yeah, it, was an, it, was, yeah, it was the interracial couple. I'm like, you're dressing him up like Kip. I, that's a, that was expensive. And I'm like, I understand it was expensive. And you put it on Whitey over here, and it's clear <laughs> who picked this. And I said, the only other thing that this works for, it's an a, a interracial couple. An Italian guy would wear this. Or uh, at a, least a six hundred dollar warm up, uh, son's yeah, warm up. Looked pretty suit. good. Oh, it was really oh, was, cool. Yeah. But yeah, Italian guys would like it. Oh, or yeah. a guy dating a black girl is like, I think you look hot in this. I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> He's wearing it. <laughs> Area. I'm like, all right, Kip and Lafonda, off you go, because she totally. Dry. I mean, all that was missing was the big Adidas medallion and stuff. I was dying. He's like, no, no, no. It's. I'm like, I love it. I think it's great, but. Looking at you, I know who picked this out. I know you didn't go to the. I don't. I don't even know if you know where the store she went to to get this is. Like she knows specific places. It might to have shop. been handmade. Yeah, that, that white guys have Taylor. never been, and it was awesome. But I've never seen it. I go to the Sun Shop all the time. I go. I've never been to like the K Momo Sun Shop. I've never seen this thing before. <laughs> it was cool, but you have to date a black girl for it to work. Otherwise, you you're Kip. If you've got if you've got an African American lady to your left. Totally makes sense because, like, oh, she's dressing up like a raggedy Andy. And you think you've seen most of them. Like, I, I remember that eight ball leather jacket. Oh, yeah. And the one with all the teams on it, too. Yeah. Guys would put them around. <laughs> Pretty cool. But you have to date a black girl for that to work. Otherwise, you just look like a nutbag. You can dress like Arsenio from the early 90s if you've got a black girlfriend. If you don't, you're just dressing like Arsenio from the 90s and you're vanilla. Now you're vanilla ice. It's just such a fine line before. Like losing your credibility. With so that. you and Megan couldn't go out with you. Good wearing that Lord, could you imagine if I showed up to work in one of those? Are you crazy? No. Because everybody would be like, "Wow, clearly he's dating a black girl on the side. <laughs> he's not even hiding it anymore. Look at this." So what are you going to do? It was a cool sweatsuit. Though. We met a lot of fun people last night. Always good. Always a good time, and everybody was super sweet and great. And I don't know. No real problems with uh, clingers. People kind of knew to get in, get out. No real conversation attackers. I didn't need Brett to go to no, the bullpen and to save, bullpen me yesterday. From, save me from much of anything. Kept an eye out. Yeah. But again, conversationally in groups, if, you're, if the person you're talking to says, oh, one last thing, more than one time, you got to be careful that you're that guy. But, so oh, you start walking away on yeah. that last one. Oh. oh, one last thing. Okay, as right, soon as that's, that's done, it. walk. Yeah, just keep walking. One. La- you said this is it. One last thing. Yeah, I bought a kid. I own a kid now. This is great. It was fun. So thanks to Four Peaks, uh, and also for keeping me from going to that Suns game. Holy smokes, they were down fifty most of the game. I don't even know how you found, uh, go down forty-five plus points and stay there, but they did. The Celtics. Somebody said something to the Celtics on the Suns, and they had a vendetta. Because even when the Suns are like, all right, we give. Midway through the third, like, we're just putting the worst players we got. The scrubs are coming in. Celtics kept their starters in for another 10 minutes. And just, they had a... Made a point. They were out to kill the Suns last night. And then kick them while they were down. Well, Booker had, like, four fouls, like, by half. Yeah, it it was bad. Well, in the first... Opening quarter immediately was 15 points. Well, it was like a that. bloodbath. Yeah. Well, they were only down 10 in the end of the first. It was, yeah, okay. It was only then 10. They, they 31 came 21. back down. I, I was didn't like, finish the- but the second quarter was a bloodbath. And the Suns were like one for 20 from three. It was a bad game. Either a wake-up call or an exposure just happened downtown. It was either a wake-up call for the Suns to go, we cannot be soft anymore. The games we played where we were tough, we won. 
Uh, if Aiton stays soft, this is what you're going to get. Either that or it's a complete exposure and the rest of the league's like, all right, just attack them. Got the Pelicans two games in a row now, and this could this could this could Maybe spiral they just down. wanted a, a warm welcome for CP3 coming back. Uh, not the best game to bring him back against a team <laughs> that hot. Anyway, so I didn't have to sit in the drudgery of heading down to Footprint Center last night. I got rid of those tickets, so thank God that would have been that would have been an early exit. And I don't leave games early, but that would have been an early exit. I was getting mad watching it. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Then we're going to tell you where Brett's going. This is a good thing. 585-9800. That's the phone number. Uh, and you give us what you want to hear next, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.